Welcome to the Perimenopausal Mamas podcast for hormonal mamas who want to reclaim their own natural state of health to thrive and raise healthy kids. I'm Dr. Lisa Weeks, naturopathic doctor in Toronto, Canada, and I'm a perimenopausal mama to my little boy named Stuart. And I'm Dr. Tony Reed, naturopathic doctor, birth doula, and hypnobirthing educator in Calgary, Canada, and I'm a perimenopausal mama to my little girl, Frankie. Thanks for supporting us for the past 100 episodes. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also support us by visiting our Patreon page, where you can find out how you can join us for our monthly patron webinar, where we do a deeper dive discussion about all things perimenopause. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to substitute professional medical advice. Always consult with your licensed healthcare provider. Welcome back, everyone, to the Perimenopausal Mamas podcast. This is Dr. Tony. I'm here just doing a solo episode over the summer. And I'm looking forward to getting back together with Dr. Lisa soon. And I wanted to just do this short episode to give you some really important information. You know, today, thankfully, I'm looking out the window and it's a nice sunny blue sky outside. And that has not been the case for a good portion of this summer, at least here in Calgary. And I know that there are a number of areas in uh, Western Canada, also in the Western United States, who are experiencing some really severe wildfires. There's a number of areas that have been evacuated. People are losing their homes. It's been a really devastating and interesting summer. Um, I'm sure I shared way back uh, at the beginning of summer, well, even really before summer started back in May, we were experiencing a lot of wildfires here in Alberta and in northern BC really impacted the air quality here in Calgary. And it's just been off and on in a number of different areas over the, the summer. It's interesting, I had a conversation with one of my patients uh, a few weeks ago who grew up in the area. I grew up in the area. I don't remember worrying about this when I was young. It's really been over the past number of years that the number of wildfires in North America, especially have really increased drastically. Now I'm, I'm not here to talk about why and climate change and any kind of mismanagement or or anything like that. However, I'm here to let you know that there's a huge impact on your health and the health of your kids. We actually know there's a, a number of, of uh, different studies and uh, some research that's been done on wildfire smoke. And I have to give a big, huge shout out to the National Association of Environmental Medicine in the States. Their amazing doctors have put together uh, uh, some wildfire smoke handouts and resources so that not only, you know, I can be aware, but you can be aware of what you can do to support yourself. 
and also know the impact that is this wildfire smoke has on ourselves and our kids. Uh, there's research showing that wildfire smoke is up to 10 times more harmful to human health than the kind of particulate matter from other sources. And that there's up to 10% more respiratory admissions at hospitals from wildfire specific um, particular matter, the PM 2.5, compared to non wildfire PM 2.5 particulate matter. So, you know, I just want to give you an overview of uh, what you need to be aware of and then uh, give you. Again, some basics on what you can do. Uh, We'll talk about some nutritional supplements that the doctors at the National Association of Environmental Medicine are suggesting. And I will absolutely uh, put the link for their resources in our show notes. So definitely check out our show notes where you are, again, listening to this, wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. And also you can go to our website, perimenopausalmamas.com. So, you know, why is wildfire smoke so harmful? Well, because not only does it contain that particular matter, but it contains a number of different toxic elements as well. There's, uh, of course, the gases, you know, the carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, ozone. Um, There's also solvents, there's metals, there's herbicides, there's pesticides, there's um, PCBs, there's dioxins, there's things that we didn't think that we had to deal with anymore because they've been banned. Um, There's asbestos, there's plastics, because not only are there trees burning, but there's people's homes, there's buildings, um, there's industrial areas that are being um, affected as well. So how does this kind of pollution impact us? Well, definitely when you're in a smoky area, you can have acute effects. Like again, there can be irritation of your throat, your eyes, your upper respiratory tract, um, you know, your chest, you can have headaches. Um, I'm putting up my hand right now uh, because absolutely the wildfire smoke does uh, trigger uh, can trigger my migraines. And so I've definitely been doing some things about that. It uh, the, This kind of pollution can also impact your allergies. It can impact asthma, lung disease. It can worsen coughs, wheezes, uh, you know, shortness of breath, or even kind of mucus production. And it can be linked with acute events for those people with cardiovascular disease. We do know that over the long term, there are chronic health effects. There are increased risk of cancer. There's impacts on our fertility and our reproductive systems. Not fun. Um, there, It can definitely throw off our immune system. There's a lot of inflammation that's created, inflammation and oxidative damage to ourselves. So that can impact our brains. That can impact um, you know, and worsen neurological conditions. It can worsen developmental delays, cardiovascular disease, respiratory disease. And a big piece that I just really, really 
became aware of even in myself this summer and could really put my finger on it was the level of anxiety that it can induce. Absolutely to all those people who are dealing with being um being forced out of their homes unexpectedly. And even here in Calgary, I'm not close to any wildfires. I am not at imminent danger, but when that smoke comes up, automatically I, I can feel myself going into fight or flight. We our bodies are designed to react and respond to threats and potential threats. And absolutely, this wildfire smoke can absolutely do that as well. So it can definitely have an impact on mental health and trigger anxiety and can also, you know, impact depression as well. We've we've talked about, um, you know, mental health and, and even a bit about the inflammatory connection with our mood, mental health and our brain health. And I mean, that's what this particulate matter from the wildfire smoke does. It um, it can increase all of those markers of inflammation and those are natural chemicals of inflammation in our body, <clears throat> like C-reactive protein, TNS-alpha, IL-6, and IL-8. And, um, and then it also does increase levels of a marker of DNA damage called um, 8-hydroxy-DG. Don't ask me you know, what, what the DG stands for for now. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes. Um, so yeah, there's, there's an impact to us, absolutely. We, and we know this with research. This has been, um, this has been studied over the uh, past number of years. Now, unfortunately, this wildfire smoke can also impact our children more. Our kids breathe faster than we do, and their lungs don't reach full maturity until usually around the, the early 20s. Um, there has been research that has shown that the, the wildfire-specific particulate matter was found to be about 10 times more harmful on children's respiratory health than that from other sources, particularly for kids um, up to age of five years of age. And, and so this is definitely something that we need to be aware of, not for ourselves, but also for our kids. So what do you do? Number one is, you know, you arm yourself with some information and some data. I am pretty re religious about checking my weather network app that and and checking the air quality index there are a few different air quality apps that you can get as well um there's uh i, I know there's iq air a number of aqi apps that you can get that give you real-time data on your local air quality and so that's always something to kind of keep in mind don't just rely on looking outside or, or even the smell. Uh, so what you want to do when you there are smoke events in your area is to stay inside with the windows closed. Or if you're going to go outside, look at, uh, you know, there's the option of a properly fitting N95 masks. And now, 
a lot of us are used to N95 masks. Even better would be to actually, if you're needing to spend time outside and wanting to spend time outside, because goodness knows we know how important it is to spend time outside, you want to look at getting a respirator. You know, one of those respirators that that like kind of looks like an old school gas mask that has two different filters, um, a, a filter for solvents and a, and a filter for particulates. And, and now I don't have one. And I'm really seriously thinking of um, making sure that I get some for my family, maybe not for this summer, but looking at even for the future. And so being inside, unfortunately, is, you know, the option that that is really the the easiest. And when you're outdoors to really protect yourself with some filters, yourself and your family, you want to really watch your indoor air quality when you're inside. So really making sure that you have high quality furnace filters. Um, the National Association of Environmental Medicine recommends the furnace filters of a MERV 13 plus or using a HEPA air filter um, or, or, or both really, ideally using a HEPA air fil- filter uh, or air purifier in bedrooms and the living room. They also have a, a, some information on a low cost filter fan, you know, doing a, a bit of a DIY approach. So you can, can check that out on that resource. And to also make sure that you're filtering your, your drinking water and cooking water. Um, again, because this matter sometimes isn't filtered out in our water system. So really being aware of that. What kind of um, nutritional support? can you give? Well, this may be something that you want to do on a regular basis, but especially when you are um, experiencing a smoke event, is to really get as many antioxidants from your food as possible. And that means, again, that rainbow of colorful fruits and vegetables. Um, your Especially the greens, the reds, the purples, the, the dark colors. Um, those great antioxidants can help to manage some of that extra inflammation. Uh, And then there's foods like omega-3 fatty acids that also manage inflammation. So again, things like fish, fish oil, um, nuts and seeds, soy, those are are really key for, uh, you know, managing inflammation in the body. There are definitely particular foods that will help to support your liver to detoxify um, and to have those detoxification pathways running to manage those that extra garbage, the, the extra solvents that you're dealing with. Especially, you know, the, the brassica family vegetables, the cruciferous vegetables, your broccoli sprouts, um, your broccoli, your cabbage, your kale, your cauliflower. Um, onions, garlic, berries, those are all great. Also green tea, really fantastic to support the the liver and to manage that inflammation. Now, uh, Dr. Lynn Patrick is a, an amazing 
ND down in the States, and she created a wildfire smoke action plan that, again, you can find on those resources that lists a number of supplements and some doses. So this is supplements, you know, that are antioxidants, uh, you know, your vitamin C, your vitamin E, uh, curcumin from turmeric, quercetin, resveratrol, NAC, uh, glutathione uh, is, again, uh, one of the uh, antioxidant supplements that is part of my uh, regime that I definitely bump up when there's uh, smoke exposure. And even looking at, uh, again, your omega-3 fatty acids, especially from fish or algae, the EPA and DHA, those are the key fatty acids when it comes to modulating, managing that inflammation. And uh, a B-complex, which is also really key for breaking down some of that garbage and uh, supporting you know, proper cellular health, your energy production. So again, that resource will be listed in the show notes so that you can check that out. Check out the dosages. And, and I do recommend, you know, running those by uh, your own naturopathic doctor so that you can really have um, that individualized for you as well. The, the thing is, especially you can be more susceptible depending on some of your individual genetics you know, we know that our our genes aren't um, set in stone. Our genes can be turned on and turned off, especially by stressful events. This can also happen when we're going through the hormone fluctuations of perimenopause. So if you do have the form of genes which make you more susceptible to this inflammation that has your liver detoxification pathways run a little bit more slowly, more sluggish, then this extra nutritional support can be, you know, something that may be really important for you. And again, that's where doing that further genetic analysis, looking at at your genes can be really important. This is something that Dr. Lisa and uh, Dr. Penny Kendall Reed talked about um, was it last year, year before? I'll I'll put that episode in the show notes. They were talking about it specifically around metabolism and weight. And again, uh, you know, your liver detoxification pathways are important for that too. So again, overall, it it is something unfortunately that we're having to deal with more and more frequently, especially in the summer here in North America. And there are things that we can do to really protect ourselves, protect our families. Um, and, and of course, I'm talking about when we're not uh, dealing with, you know, evacuation, or threats to our own homes ourselves. Uh, definitely uh, thoughts um, and prayers go out to all of those people being displaced right now. Uh, friends, uh, family, friends of friends, all of those people in all of those different communities. And we know that, again, the the ash can be, is incredibly toxic. So if there are 
are any is anyone out there listening who has been displaced and is really looking forward to getting back to their home to seeing what they can salvage um again really look at those resources from the National Association of Environmental Medicine so you can protect yourself while looking at salvaging what you can so again you can visit our show notes um at perimenopausalmamas.com to find all of those resources again thanks a big 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 thanks to all of the amazing doctors at the National Association of Environmental Medicine. Now, before we go, I'll share with you quick super mom moment, mama mess up, and my mama must have for the week. Um, my super mom moment is really thanks to our neighbors, but uh, Frankie and I were invited over to our neighbor's house on the weekend to make juice. So we got to mash and press apples and pears into juice. Um, We felt like, I felt like we were kind of um, some pioneers, (laughs) Um, you know, just using hand cranks of of, um, different uh, devices that mash and press apples and pears. And so it was amazing to be able to do that with our neighbors uh, get together and now, um, and to make sure that she actually knows where juice comes from. It doesn't just come from the store. It comes from fruit that grows on trees and that we can pick to make juice. Um, so that was uh, an amazing moment. And I'm, I'm really glad that I gave her the opportunity and we got the opportunity from our neighbors to experience that. Uh, a little, a little, maybe a big mama mess up. I've definitely let my boundaries slide around screen time with Frankie, especially in the morning and the evening. So it really is time to shape up, especially as we're getting into starting school in September. So, you know, again, maybe a bit of a, a New Year's thing that we can do is to, again, get back into a routine and get back into a healthy schedule that involves a healthy amount of screen time. This week, my mama must have is my local farmer's markets. I love going to the farmer's market on the weekend. And then in the summer here in Calgary, we definitely have more neighborhood farmer's markets that pop up during the week. There's one particular one that I like to take Frankie to on Wednesdays. So we can pick up some fruit and more local veg and even some flowers. There's different treats and music. And yeah, we can head to a playground then too. So loving my local farmer's markets in the summer. What else is happening? Well, I have another hypnobirthing session coming up um, in the fall. So uh, to really support expecting parents looking to decrease their fear and anxiety and to support their natural instincts around labor and birth. So you can join me at hypnobirthingcalgary.com slash register. And thanks so much for listening. And again, you can check out our show notes at perimenopausalmamas.com. You can email us or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We would love for you to subscribe. Leave us a review and a five-star rating if you enjoyed this episode. And you can also support us by visiting our Patreon page as well. And please tell your perimenopausal mama friends about us too. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. Until next time. 